Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. Happy 300th episode. Happy 300th episode. I know we can't really keep our guest waiting this week, but I just want to say, Mary Jane, thank you for doing 300 episodes of Weed and Grub with me. It feels crazy. I can't believe we've done it. We've done one episode a year for almost a full year now, 356 days. Wait, did you just say we've done one episode a year for a full year now? What How did I high say? are you? <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we do this podcast. <laughs> so we put out four episodes we put out- starting in 2018. <laughs> Each <laughs> we just do marathon episodes. We there was one time when we actually really did try to pull off like some weed and grub marathon because I think someone was going out of town and we just had to like make a bunch of episodes and we recorded for like six hours straight. I don't think any of it made sense. I don't think anyone cared because it was <laughs> like we get what this is. I don't want to go back and listen to them though. I I do. There, I mean, like I really do feel like I'm very proud of the fact that we've you know recorded 300 episodes. Happy three fucking hundredth! I'm gonna light this blunt actually to celebrate. Great. Well, while you do that, I will yes. say, what up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? It is going so fucking good. <laughs> Welcome to Weed and Grub, everyone. This is a podcast about comedy, cannabis, culture, cooking, calling shit out, and consistency. Consistency. Consistency was key for us in this because I really feel like at the very earliest stage, we looked at one another and we were like, we're just going to do this no matter what, whether or not we feel like it, whether or not we have a guest. Sometimes it's just going to be us being loopy. Sometimes one of us is going to get way too high. <laughs> one time, I think we had to record at three in the morning because the recording uh, botched Ugh. and we were like, fuck, we just have to do it again. We have to do it again. We and we did to. it and we got it. We got it out. While my uh, next door neighbor, who was an elderly lady, um, was hammering on the wall because the room that we recorded in Mm -hmm. shared a wall with her bedroom. It happened to be my living room. Bad living situation. I got the hell out of there. Thank God. Now we're at Top Tree Studios with producer Mark. What Uh, up, Mark? Things are sounding and looking much better than back in the early days. But No, it'd be funny if your neighbor is like right over (laughs) there. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. I'm old and I'm sad. But, you know, we. (laughs) she was, you know. She She was old and sad and angry. And anytime she heard laughter, she like crossed her arms and s- stomped her feet against the wall. Well, it was, yeah, but also, yeah, it was really late and we were probably really loud. And I know we were very high. So I, I'm I don't not pay rent in California at- to have a mom Mm-mm, next door. I'm not coming out of out like that. No, she was nice and um, we were too loud. And I'm sorry for that. And we've uh, moved on. Final episode. This yeah, is it. We're this done. is it. 300. We're bringing in. You're too mad. <laughs> and I don't, I don't want to have beef with uh, my old fucking neighbor. Is she going to be your new co host? Yes. <laughs> Ludmila, welcome to Weed and Grub. <laughs> we got to shout out this blunt. Yes. So, okay. To celebrate role. our 300th episode, we just saw our friend, the Grasshopper, extraordinaire, roller extraordinaire with the National Joint League. Uh, check out her Lux Rolls, which is her amazing company where she just does these custom, beautiful rolls that you can then stuff. And the uh, crutch is a heart. I don't know if you can see that. But then the whole thing. Did she tell you what the leaf is? It looks like rose it's, petals. Oh, it's rose petals. It's a rose petal pre-roll for us for our 300th, given to you with love from Grasshopper. 
Nice. Well, thank you. And uh, this, I just, I'm feeling so lucky because we stuffed it with some of the nicest uh, weed that we had available to us, a Golden State. Shout out Nishant. Shout out the whole Golden State team. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to spark it up to celebrate our 300. That's what's up. And while you do that, I am going to eat a truffle cheese puff because I can't stop eating them. What the hell have you done to me? These are the best cheese puffs I've ever had in my life. Cheetos take a backseat because the truffle cheese Trader Joe's cheese puff is a game-changing chip. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea until now. And they're all going to be gone by the end of this hep. <laughs> they are super delicious, especially when you're smoking a bunch of weed and you don't necessarily want an edibles high. You can just go with the truffle cheese puffs. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, that's awesome. And then when you want to go to the edibles high, of course, we have, look, I mean, you know, look at, like, anyone who watches our YouTube can tune in to just check out the spread that we put out for this episode, because we really just wanted to celebrate all of the amazing brands and people that have come on the podcast or supported us over, like, the 300 episodes. We've got Terp Crawford up here. From Hope Lord from, and Talking uh, Turfs. Talking Turfs, which is uh, just like the coolest little mascot for one of the most amazing lines that's happening in cannabis. We've got all sorts of different things that we can try and play with throughout the pod. We've got Bad Manners, their incredible cookbook. All of our great guests are just like kind of represented uh, visually and we're just feeling the love. Yeah. Can yeah. I just take a second and say this is my first time smoking roses. And so it's very cool to like give you your roses back and pass this back to oh, you. Oh, I think you. How fucking cool is my life, flowers. man? Life rules. <laughs> like you can... You meet great people in the cannabis community and it is turning into an industry and there are massive problems with it. But, yo, you run into somebody like Grasshopper or you run into people like Bad Manners and they become friends. Or you meet somebody like Lindsay Adams who gave us this popcorn seasoning that we took to everything everywhere all at once last night and fucking doused it in the ranch. Come on. That's right. That was the greatest. I, I feel like... Uh... The perfect movie to see before recording this loose ass moose episode with you because I feel like it encapsulates. I mean, it's truly, if you're listening and you haven't seen that movie, please rush out and see it. See it in the theaters, support it in the theaters so that that team can make more movies. And FaceTime us because I want to see it again. Yeah. So while you're in the movie theater, <laughs> Um, three one four six five zero. Maybe the and you can um FaceTime us because I want to see it again. And I just feel like it it just encapsulated you know all of the crazy meanderings of our brain and the time space continuum in the way that you and I try to really parse on this podcast. So. Uh, it was the perfect movie to see with you last night with the ranch flavored seasoning. Shout out that popcorn hack from Lindsay. And um, also the other popcorn hack from Lindsay. If you haven't listened to the Lindsay episode yet, Lindsay Adams, um, we got a separate box. Yes. So that we could pour half of the large popcorn into the separate box, season it up and then season up the bottom half of the bucket and then recombine them so that there's even flavor disbursement throughout the whole bucket. Very important hack. Such a good hack. 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 <laughs> That just sounded weird. Who man. was the who was it in the credits that when we were watching Everything Everywhere All at Once when you were like, that oh, was a crazy name? Yeah, Tucker Butler. <laughs> Shout out Tucker Butler, who I think was a key grip on Everything Everywhere All at Once. Your parents are insane. <laughs> what such a crazy are you talking name. about? Hey, Tucker Butler. Tucker Butler is, I mean, it's like my top crazy name now. Uh, yeah. Before it was Grace Lobb, which Ugh. is a really weird Lob, thing. Lob, I would change my last name immediately to Love or Loam. Anything except that LB sound. That is a very un- flattering sound i mean listen if you got to carry on your family lineage with the the name then just don't use the first name that is going to turn your whole name into a colorless shapeless blob on the floor grace lob lob that's crazy Blob. that's nuts Blob. is the last name important to you is carrying so, on a name i like Gibson? yeah um yes 
I would say it is because I don't have kids. And um, yeah, so like if I were to ever get hitched, I think I would want to just keep my name. Keep it as a Gibson. For sure. Yeah, because I'm, I'm kind of the last of the of that line. Like my sister didn't have kids. Wait. Uh, this just in from Mark. Breaking news. There's an Oklahoma quarterback named General Booty. What? Is that true? A QB who plays for Oklahoma is named General Booty? No. Whoa. <laughs> I'm That's my top awesome name. That's an awesome name. I literally have nothing to say about that. Like that's just wild. Well, how do you how would you introduce yourself? GB or would you say General or would my you say My name Booty? is General. General. That's a weird name. It's fucking awesome. Is he a good QB? Yeah. He's, He's okay. Fine. All, All right. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always funny to meet people who have names like have you ever met like a mayor? Or a barrister. Are you talking about Archie Moo, our guest this week? No. Okay, listen. I'm going to put this down and drink some coffee. I'm saying names, names that are jobs. Yeah. Like general, I have. mayor, barrister. Yes, yes. absolutely. Um, there was a guy whose name was Lord Tosi. Okay. T O S I. And um, he was very cool. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. But he was also very. Um, aware of what his name was when he said it. Mm -hmm. So I think he worked extra hard to be very cool so that everyone wasn't like, you know, whatever whatever your first impression is when you ask me my name, like mm -hmm. now we got to go through all the phases of your eyes and your face trying not to make some kind of move that shows off how you feel about that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, totally. Yeah, yeah so, you got to yeah. play it chill with your whole face. You got yeah, which yeah. is so hard sometimes. Keep your face chill. I'm very not good at that. I know you're not. Yeah. Your face shows everything. Oh, I know, and I wish I were better at it. I used to be, um, when I was living in Seattle and I was working in theater, uh, my friend was a director, and so she would have me come and be the reader sometimes for her auditions. And at a certain point, she was like, I can't, you can't do this with me anymore because your face just gives away everything and you kind of have to be impassive. And you're seeing a lot of bad actors, right? Like people who are bad at I, acting. I mean, when it's like the, you know, 13th person who comes into the room and stands on the chair, it's like hard not to. Does it call for it? Is it no, in the state? No, oh, it's just it's always you know, I mean, people are just doing monologues to, you know, trying to, and so they're like, I'm doing Caliban, and Caliban's crazy. What would a crazy move be? I'm going to stand on the chair. And that's like the number one go-to with young actors. I'm not saying like seasoned good actors would do this, but I saw a lot of people standing on chairs, and um, my face gave it away that I was not a fan of that, so I got Wait, fired. Wait, can we do one real quick? Sure. Okay. I'm I'm doing a monologue, okay. and then you do whatever, whenever you feel it, it's appropriate. Okay, but okay. this is just for the people who are watching, because anyone who's listening is just going to hear silence. <laughs> yeah, well, go to our YouTube. We have video now. Shout out Top Tree Studios. Okay. You ready? Ready. Shout out this blunt, too. Mm -hmm. Wait, what? What do you mean? You told me yesterday that the money would be in my bank by Tuesday. What are you talking? Wait, hello? Hello? Oof. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's bad. bad. It's bad. My acting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was yeah. bad. Yeah. And so was your hiss of air coming yeah. out of your face like a tire flattening. I'm exhausted. That's exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> you know how exhausting it is to be a casting director? I can I, imagine. Like, shout out every casting director in Hollywood who keeps it nice and keeps it professional and keeps it light and keeps it kind. Because really, they're in the business of like making people's dreams come true and giving them like a great job. But then they also have to wade through all of that stuff. And like, whew, that is a hard job. There's not enough weed in the world. Not enough weed in the world. Nope. Yeah, it's hard. And you see 2,000 people standing on chairs. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I can Ooh. only imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you make me think that like HR gets a bad rap, especially in TV and film and everything, because like oh. they are the they are like the uh, 
the horse that the the person getting kicked in the face by the horse by the company. HR is don't you think I have no idea I've never worked with HR oh I think like they're the ones who always like they have to do what's either best for the company or fire oh. people or deal with like mediation and so Are they, they, the ones they like only get the up shit messes? yeah like mm. you know what I mean like everything around them I feel like like here's another bucket of shit please deal with it yeah that would be a hard job sure yeah i don't want to work in hr that's why i don't have a corporate job i think it would be really hard i've done and any weed company that i've ever worked with including like the bigger weed companies um definitely didn't have hr there was no like chain of command or anything it was just like if something went wrong you'd be handed an ounce (laughs) man yeah agree with that and also agree with the idea of like i was telling you about um at green street festival um me and me and a homie like reconnected, locked eyes. We had had a couple weird interactions, both of them, both of our faults. Uh-huh. And we locked eyes and like hashed it out like dudes hanging out, being professionals in an industry where professionalism is um, really important, but sometimes hard to come by. Mm-hmm. And it just felt great. It was just two dudes locking eyes and saying it how it is and then apologizing. That's so nice. That to me is like HR. That's very evolved. <laughs> yes, yeah. that is. That it, truly like you, you mediated a conflict. Yeah. Uh, without, you know, appealing to any third party. And it got through it and then smoked a joint together. And now you're and friends again. And we did smoke a joint together. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I feel like, yeah, in the weed industry. Now, I was just going to say that, like, you don't need HR if you have good weed. But that is unfortunately not true because there are plenty of weed companies. I mean, there's some in the news right now that are in trouble because their, like, policies are just not great, especially towards women. Why is it so hard to have policies <sighs> that are reasonable and fair? You got to have policies. But then, you know. Right, but, like, it shouldn't be hard, like. But then people, a lot of like people the who love comman- weed don't want policies. How many of the Ten Commandments do you disagree with, truly? Like, those are some pretty good policies of how to be a human being. Those aren't policies. Those are commandments. Yeah, but only if you're religious. So they're more policies. They're more like offers the of thought. Policies. The Ten Policies. <laughs> what are they? The Ten Policies? Yeah. Uh, don't sleep with someone if you're committed to someone else. Don't right. kill people. Don't lie. Be honest. Be nice. Um, I don't think... Oh yeah, that shall not lie. That's true. Yeah, and you, then you um, and then there's like four more. Um, smoke them if you got them. Pass it if you must. Don't worship an idol. Yes, no false idols. Yep. And, Never um, eat a banana on a Sunday. And um, oh, death of Nile too. Not very good. Not good. I think that was the last. That one. That was a real fucking. Oh, let me look up what the commandments are. The ten, the ten policies. I like this very much because. Hey Siri, what are the ten policies? The ten commandments. Commandments. <laughs> <laughs> What is she coming back to you with? She caught the the commandment part. Okay. (laughs) That's amazing. And then there's also the golden rule, which is not one of the commandments, which is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That is the one that my dad beat into me. Mm Mm-hmm. Kindly, from a very young age, Your that's dad the one beat that's it into you. yeah, he beat the shit <laughs> the out of me. Dad beat the golden rule into you. Great, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like no, that no. was the one he like. He was like, "This is an important thing that He's... I live by that I want to put inside you." Right, affirm it at every opportunity that you get. That's a very good uh, method of parenting, I think. This Wikipedia page is nonsense. I, I'm seeing your thumb do a lot of scrolling. Ah, okay. Do we have them? Here we go. The Great. ten policies. The ten policies. <laughs> this is tickling me. What are they? <gasps> Uh, I, I am the Lord thy God. Okay. That's one of the policies? Yeah. What is this, Wikipedia? <laughs> Let's get off your phone. No. No, put it away. No. Ten I hate Commandments. It. Commandments. I know. I, Scintillating I know, I know. Googling content for this. Okay. Got him. Here we go. Christ <clears throat> almighty. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and then I'm going to have to buy it from Amazon. Oh, no. All right. I'm going to. Thou shalt not have any other gods before me. Mm-hmm. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. Thou shalt not take the Lord's name in vain. Remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. Honor thy father and thy mother. Thou shalt not kill. 
thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor, and thou shalt not covet. Your face looks like a casting director Yeah, I was just going to say this is the equivalent of you standing on a goddamn chair, <laughs> is that for our 300th episode of Weed and Grub, you just read me the Ten Commandments off your phone. Like, no, dude. No. That is not... Well, then let's get to the news. See this face? <laughs> yeah. That face is a face I'm familiar with after yep. 300 episodes. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the what is happening and why is it happening yeah. face. I, I can tell um, how you feel based on which lower lid of the eye twitches first. Oh. Yeah, because then I'm like, oh, yeah, she's getting twitchy over there. But the thing is you never you never really acknowledge it or like do it. It doesn't stop you from doing anything. I'm a, no. Because you're, you're just like the button pusher. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's wild. I, but hey, we found out that there are 10 policies and a lot of them don't sound so great. <laughs> so I never thought when we started this podcast that we would be at this point of like just smoking weed and talking about that. Yeah, it was great. I think that's it's the coolest fantastic. thing. If you haven't listened, if you just joined us recently, thanks to having amazing guests like mm-hmm. Topher Grace, Chef Roy Choi, Megan and Rachel Rapino, Roxanne, Roxanne Gay, David Crosby, Trixie Mattel, South By, all those things. Uh, check out a couple other loose mooses. Uh, yeah, this is kind of one of my favorite things to do. It is. We have such a good time. And uh, yeah, I just feel so lucky because when we started, the, I mean, we just made a new friend today, Jordan Rocks. And uh, Jordan hadn't heard the pod and I was kind of explaining it. And it was really nice to like, it's always nice to have to just put it into words a little bit because we are so loose and everything everywhere all at once, you know? Yeah. But it was like, well, you know, four years ago when we decided that we really wanted to make something together. We knew we loved weed. We knew we loved food. And we wanted to use those as cornerstones for conversation about anything with anyone yeah. at any time. And, and you that, don't have to be high to come on the pod. No. You don't have to be high to listen to the pod. You don't have to smoke weed to do any of it. Be on the pod or listen to the pod. Yeah. Although it helps. I I mean, Sometimes. I'm going to be. <laughs> it's not a, you know, if you don't want to be, I'm going to be. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely helps listening to Loose Ass Mooses, where we talk about things like corn loading and poop loops. <laughs> that was one of my favorite, you know, because when we hit the pandemic, I was really proud of the fact that in that crazy time in 2020 when we were under, you know, we were all sheltering in place, that you and I were still putting out an episode a week. And just, I know that they were crazy because we were, everyone was we crazy. We were spraying our groceries with Clorox. How is everything not crazy? And, and the- you want me to sit here and be like, so hemp. Yeah. is um growing at an all-time rate like what are we I'm, let's talk about terpenes right peens by the way peens. I'm, I'm calling them peens from oh now let's on. talk about peens i think peens is Great. way fun how about peenies peenies <laughs> oh you can really smell the peenies on talking this. about peenies the piney peenies, peenies. i like that <laughs> so i yeah, really we- am i am proud of the fact that here we are at 300 episodes which we committed to early on, just saying we were never going to miss an app. And we didn't through all of that time, through my sister's illness, through everything. We have met every week to chop it up and be here for each other and f- duke it out. Yes. And hold each other accountable and talk to amazing people. And I'm proud. Fuck yeah. 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 Let's Thank you yeah. all. Thank you for making it possible for us to keep doing this because this has truly kept me sane through some crazy time so do you feel comfortable sharing something that just happened for you uh um, you're holding your arm which is why i'm thinking of it oh oh i got caroline's uh special name for me so my sister caroline if, the, um, if you want to check it out i don't know if i can hold it up for the camera i don't necessarily need to show it off but okay. my sister caroline who died last summer um after a long fight with cancer and uh, i was so lucky to be with her through that time and 
when she died, I was like, I really, I don't have any tattoos, but I knew I wanted something of her. And so I just got her special name for me tattooed on my arm and her, like my childhood name. We talked about it in an episode recently. She always called me Ragged. Mm-hmm. And I called her Kabad. And so I got her, like, and it's in her handwriting. So it feels like she signed my arm. And um, it's just cool. And, you know, just thinking. Can I share of, one more thing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You're going to say thinking of. Please keep No, I'm just, no, no. It's I, I just think of, like, the shit that you and I have gone through individually and together since we met and started this pod, including that experience of being with my sister, you getting to know my sister, that whole um, period of, of life is like, that's a wild thing. It's yeah. a wild thing that we didn't miss an app because we just were like, let's meet and do it no matter what. Yeah. And I've listened to a lot of those apps and I will just go on this 300th episode and say to you in a very heart to heart way, thank you for bringing yourself to those episodes and making them so fun and living <laughs> it up and doing a great job. And then going and handling the rest of your life. I really appreciate that, Mary Jane. Thank yeah, you. Thank you for just, you know, meeting me. And I think there was one really important conversation that you and I had like early on in the process where I was like, okay, my sister's really sick and I'm going to be dealing with some big stuff and I kind of need to just be able to be sad around you. And you were like, oh, okay, that's a new thing. And yeah, because like if I get around people and they're sad, like, I don't like anyone harsh in my vibe, man. You know what I mean? Well, I totally get it. Like, nobody wants that. But if you can set me up to know what's coming down the pipe mm-hmm. so that I don't feel like I got to get the fuck out of here, yep. like, I'm here for my own disposition, yeah, then I can sit with it and I can understand it. So thank you for coming to the forefront and just calling out, like, the way the energy in the room will feel for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I think I've really learned from you, too, like... I, I try to project much more positivity in my life, I think, than I did before I met you. I was a little more like raw and real. And now I'm like, no, nah, maybe I should just paste on a smile and be like, it's all good. It is all I'm, good. It is all good. Exactly. It was like another thing from watching everything everywhere all at once is that I don't want to give anything away. Everyone goes to you. But there's like this just overarching message of like it nothing really matters and be kind. And I think that I was thinking about the different ways of how you could be kind as, and one of them is projecting that positivity. And the other one is just holding space for someone who's sad. Like that's a big kindness. Yeah. And you have done that for me a lot. Well, I'm going to throw it right back to you since you're gassing me up with being empathetic (laughs) here. Um, You taught me how to let you be sad without me needing to fix it so you don't feel that way anymore. Mm -hmm. That's really fucking hard to do. That's a toughie. Like no amount of weed in the world will not get me to be like, here's what you should do. (laughs) And now you you can smile again, right? Let's get the fuck out here and go get a chicken finger. Like that's the thing, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was, that's the other side of it was like also being able to grow enough to like be okay enough to just let you be sad. But that doesn't mean it needs to be fixed. Yeah. Crazy. Huge lessons. And this is, no, this is not a mental health podcast, but it is. No, it's a Ten Commandment podcast. It's a Ten Commandment religious weed podcast. Yes. Awesome. Creflo Creflo Dollar. Cref, what? Isn't it Creflo Dollar? Creflo. Is that? that, Creflo Dollar. Thank you, Mark. (laughs) Is that Bitcoin? No, he's a uh, private jet preacher. Oh, Creflo. Prosperity gospel preacher. Cool. So uh, he's coming on this week. Great. Um, that's my new co-host. His name is so enjoy your neighbor. Talk about crazy names. His name is Creeflo Dollar. Yeah. Wow. Creeflo Dollar. Well, his parents knew what they were doing. <laughs> and so does he. He's very good at what he does. If you I, understand what I mean. Can I? Can I talk a little bit about we what we did this weekend? Because it just makes me think of you introducing people and saying people's names. Yeah. Yeah. We were at the Green Street Festival, the inaugural Green Street Festival. Uh, you hosted all weekend with Gary V. Yeah. 
Cool. Wild. Wild. And you got to bring me up a couple of times, like kind of uh, one panel that I was prepared for and then one kind of last minute thing. And both times you introduced me uh, and it was really cool because you were like very um, careful to like make sure that everyone knew my name was Mary Jane and that was my real name and it wasn't Mary and like it was, yeah, it was just you were really careful with my name and I appreciate it. First name it. Mary Jane. Yeah. <laughs> you even corrected someone who was like, hey, nice to meet you, Mary. And you were like, it's Mary Jane. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, thank you, Mike. You're welcome. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, I think that's the that's the really cool thing that I learned uh, this weekend, being around so many star like Juicy J people and, and shit. Yeah. If you have good people around you who can say the things that you might not want to say so that you don't come across a certain way, that's a good friend. Yeah. That's a good person in your corner. There was a couple of times when I needed to get out of a situation and Hadley, who I'll talk about later, made eye contact with me, came over, dapped me up. We dipped. Thank you so much for reading the room with you. If I can, if, so that you don't have to be like, actually, it's Mary Jane or like whatever the fuck <laughs> makes you feel how you feel. Then I got you. I got to say that on your behalf. Yeah. I appreciate it because I have the microphone fucking listen fucking listen and you did such a like also you are just man it really is hard to be a good MC. it's hard to be a great MC, and you are so gifted at getting a room to be together stand on its feet get the energy going remember when we saw method man and red man yeah at the national cannabis festival and they were like kids these days don't know what an MC does an MC gets you like gets the whole crowd go like you control the crowd basically Fuck yeah a good MC, and that's what you did like you would start talking and people would start hearing your voice and they would like come toward the stage and then you would get them all going together and you know do what a great mc does congratulations when i got to intro juicy j and i mm -hmm. go everyone get your hands up but i built to get your hands up because you're hearing a, a god mic voice coming through the room that makes no sense stoned or not like what is this new thing i'm hearing yeah so you really got to take your time but be confident to get them all together and once they were all together and i had them and i was like get your hands up give it up for the one the only and everyone's hands shot up at the exact same time and that's how i closed the festival and it was the best fucking feeling in the fucking world because wow. it was also like it's not about the power of control it's about like we're all here to have a great time now right like now we're all on the same page so that we can have fun shout out steve harvey you're my hero of yeah. hosts <laughs> hero hosts he steve harvey and i'll talk about it every time i get a chance to on the kings of comedy tour with monsters like bernie mac cedric the entertainer deal hughley he had to reset arenas he had to reset arenas every single night in different cities with different fucking people mm -hmm. in front of those killer comedians who are doing material that has been crushing arena after arena and he has to reset a room full of strangers after that for whatever the vibe is. Yo, Steve Harvey does not get enough credit for what he did uh, before who he is now. Okay. I can appreciate that because I was just going to be like, he gets plenty of credit. He's like hella famous. But I da actually didn't really know that about him until you told me. So like, you know, that's I, amazing. I, like, you know, what was there? Like 1.2 million people at Green Street Fest this week. But yes. imagine him doing like <laughs> 3.4 million. Yes. Right. I, yeah. OK. I can feel it. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got to chat with uh, Gary Vee as well. And that was like a pretty cool experience like that you hosted and moderated a couple of chats with him. And then kind of last minute I got to get on stage with him and. And have a conversation with him. And he said he'd come on the pod. So here, we're, here. we're saying it here in real time. So you can just hear that. Uh, we're looking forward to chatting with you on Weed and Grub, Gary yeah. It was a great conversation you two had. Thanks. Yeah, I, uh, I really enjoyed it. You I, were very prepared. And you are so good at interviewing and then bringing the interview in on time. Like you know how to land an interview and maintain an interview. I think Mark would disagree. But <laughs> 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 that one, when we were talking with John Flynn and John's uh, cookies got me so baked. And then I was like, I don't know if I can talk anymore. <laughs> that is true. It was. I His had cookies such a... should be called like scotch tape cookies because yeah. they like 
get your mouth shut. Yeah. Like I went home and I starfished on my bed and I watched like six episodes of Law and Order and ate mac and cheese. And I was just like, yo, those cookies work. And no wonder he was legendary in New York in the theater scene. He was like telling us on that. Please check out our up with John Flynn. It was very fucking cool. And how like it was like all the actors would eat it like before the third act so that they would like exit the theater baked in, on, in their Broadway shows. I was like, yeah. of course, that would be the perfect cocoon to get you through life in New York and how hard it is. Totally. One of those cookies? Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> Here to testify. But I definitely didn't bring anything on time that day. <laughs> I feel you. I, can I also say like I'm really proud of the fact that you and I have created a space together to unwind in this fun way, whether it be with psychedelics or with weed or whatever it is, where we get to rap and I like don't feel too self-conscious about it. And I get to like really laugh in that way where I've like reclaimed some of my childhood joy with you. Whoa. You know, Whoa. like after we left here that day with uh, Oakland Hyphy, Hyphy, our, our um, interview with Reggie Harris, and we left here and we like did bits all the way home about like that guy who hated birds because he had metal spikes on his balcony or like not being able That's to do true. our taxes or whatever like that is crazy but yeah please continue no no i mean i'm just saying what we did it was like yeah i i felt like i reclaimed some serotonin from being like seven years old again that's the best thing i could have ever you heard know? yeah yeah absolutely and we've done that together with this space yeah absolutely yeah. that's crazy also fuck that dude with his spikes on his balcony for birds has anyone seen what we're talking about here where like the balcony or a fence or anything at a home where yeah. you have spikes on it so that no birds can land like why it, do you hate birds well the weirdest thing was it was like this beautiful apartment complex with all of these different balconies that had like plants hanging in pots and like chimes and like little tapestries and then there was that one balcony and it was so stark and his whole railing was just spikes yeah it's crazy yeah how, how mad are you at birds dude right why do you hate birds so much <laughs> hostile architecture is evidently what this is called mark says oh i then i don't want to get too into homelessness oh. today but like all those benches yeah like bus benches that are put on a slant so you can't sleep on them comfortably oh my God. hostile architecture that's exactly what it is fuck. fuck that fuck you fuck you bird fuck hater you and your hostile architecture things should be nice so people can sit the fuck down and or sleep if they need to yeah or maybe you uh, want to see a hummingbird suckling from a flower definitely want to see that which just a few minutes after we had that whole I hate birds thing, we did stop to watch that hummingbird. And then those two women had that <laughs> conversation that was too close to us. And we had like a full on mushroom meltdown. I <laughs> <laughs> Everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> I loved that day. Yeah. And I love that we've created that space to do that kind of stuff together. God, can you imagine like Lockheed Martin and hostile architecture and BlackRock? Like nobody's like these are all are like saying? sinister companies. Oh, I was like, you're all you're just saying a bunch of bad things. Yeah, I know. It's sinister companies. Wait, Lockheed Martin is the what do they make? Jets? Um, It's all weapons and jets okay. and machinery. Thanks for killing. Thanks cool. for hostility. All right. Yeah. Can anyway. Talk more about that. No, not cool. at I'm all. trying to talk about fucking hummingbirds. And you're Actually, over here talking about like <laughs> weapons. It's terrible. Everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title of our loose moose. We haven't even gotten to our guest. I know. But can we get to the news first? Because it is kind of everything everywhere all at once. Let's do it. Okay. You got that story? I do have that this story. This is the Grublet Gazette. Shout out. I, I can't remember which listener it was, but we like way back in episode 10 or something decided we were going to do a news segment and we asked our, our very beginning base of listeners what we should call it. And someone said the Grublet Gazette. So thank you, whoever that was. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out the grubble is that this week is presented by cnn oh great yeah all right? right 
So this was dropped. Uh, actually, I don't want to give a date because that's going to timestamp this. And this is our 300th <laughs> episode. Thailand is giving away 1 million free cannabis plants to households, according to the minister. Thai government will distribute 1 million free cannabis plants to households across the country in June to mark a new rule allowing people to grow cannabis at home if it's medicinal only. There's a little bit more, but do you want me to keep going or do you want me to stop right there? No, no, no. I'm fascinated to hear. So it's medicinal weed is going to be given out by the government to Thai citizens. Okay. Correct. Cool. Health Minister Anutin Sharvikarokul announced the move in a Facebook post on okay. May 8th in which he expressed his intention for cannabis plants to be grown like household crops. Starting on June 9th, all of this is going to go in. However, additional, however, it has to be used exclusively for medical persons. You have to have a medical license. If you want to sell it and do it commercially, uh-huh. uh, you need more licenses. So okay. it's not saying you can't do it. It's saying you better get more licenses. Yeah, they're to just going to try and regulate the space. Yeah, they're trying to promote it as a cash crop because a third of its labor force works in agriculture. Yeah. So the idea of growing cannabis is mm-hmm. such a smart move. But the interesting thing is obviously the rest of that region is pretty harsh on drugs. I was going to say, like, yeah. Southeast Asia is kind of the legendary penalties for using cannabis. I mean, like lashings and imprisonment for decades, if not life, for drug offenses. It could be really interesting to see if cannabis becomes a successful cash crop for their economy to see, like, maybe psilocybin's next. Maybe there's, maybe Thailand will have some kind of central hold on things that it's like using to their advantage amongst, uh, you know what I mean? You can come, maybe you can come there and. Uh, try cannabis legally and safely. Hmm. It could be very interesting. I, I'm interested to see how that evolves. It would be, uh, I would love to go and visit. 100%. Yeah. Um, and then the last part of it, although I do think it's interesting that he posted it on Facebook. Right. It's so weird when governments, I mean, you know, any like announcing policy via tweet or Facebook or whatever. It's crazy that yeah. that's where we are. It's also crazy how little I know about how much the rest of the world is on Facebook. Oh, they're super on Facebook. Right. Everyone's so on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. And the last thing was a really great quote that said, it will still be considered criminal if you don't have a legal prescription and you have to be a patient in some some form. Only then will you be able to grow cannabis at home and use it however you like. But then they added, recreational recreational use of the drug is still illegal, but smoking weed will always happen and there's no way the government can stop that. Right. Just all, like an- all statements that, yeah, I think we we hammer home a lot here is like all weed is beneficial. All, 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 all use is beneficial. And or medicinal on some level, and nobody's going to be able to stop that. Thailand, home grow. Wow. Pretty cool. Check it out. Yeah. Good job, Thailand. So, really red. <laughs> if it's true, if it happens. June 9th. Okay. Great. I don't see, you can't make a Facebook post and take it back. I'm pretty sure you can. Uh-uh. Can't you delete it? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the internet. It lives forever. I think so. That's why I left Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Can't be fucking around on that thing. Mm-hmm. That'll ruin a career. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Let's go. For sure. What did I just see? Someone, oh, I just had a friend who had to leave Twitter. Oh, yeah. I know who I'm thinking of now. I don't want to bring it up on here, but I just definitely had a friend who was like encountered the hellscape of making a misstep and then being like, I'm going to (laughs) go. I think it was Nick Weiger right when the Doughboy started and he was on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I think one of the first tweets he ever wrote, if I'm remembering it's him correctly, was, it's so crazy that this little white box can ruin my life. Yeah. Send. And I was like, yo. Who? Yo, 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 yo. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Should we get to our guest? Oh, yeah. Let's get to our guest. He's right here. <laughs> Hang on a second. I mean, it's a I monster wake, guest for I gotta wake him up. episode. Hey, Archie. Come here, buddy. <laughs> we have a huge guest this week. When Earlier when Mary Jane, when you said the word mayor, mm-hmm. it's because this week, if I can give a brief intro. Oh, absolutely. Please um, do. He's, the, he's, um, he's not a mayor. He's a senator. I was yep. wrong about that. 
He's Senator Ding Dong. Mm-hmm. He is um, the craziest guy in L.A. The craziest guy in L.A. Mm-hmm. What's the Jesus one? Um, sne- oh, yeah. Well, the whole uh, name is Sneezing Jesus, the craziest guy in L.A. Mm-hmm. Senator Ding Dong. Mm-hmm. He's also Captain Poop and Chew. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Archie Moo is his given name. Mm-hmm. He's all these things. He's all these things. And can we do one song to bring yes. him in? Sure. What What's a good dog song for him? Mr. Moo. Um. Yeah, Mr. Moo, Mr. Moo, Captain Archie Poop and Chew, you're a little hairy guy and I love you. Archie Moo is here. <laughs> Mary Jane's dog, Archie Moo. He has been present for every episode that we've recorded, except for the few, I guess, where he didn't come into the studio, as has Bobo, who couldn't make it to Top Tree today. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's sleeping for another thousand years. Yeah, he's in a cubby right now full of fresh rabbit, believe it or not, because, man, that guy is spoiled. But we did bring Archie along, and he's... Here he is. This is a, if you tune in, you can get a look at him, so, Senator Ding Dong. So since we are going to be interviewing him, yes, um, I, I'd love to ask you a couple of questions. Yeah, I'll translate for him. Okay, okay, great. cool. Uh, so when did Archie and you meet, and how did we get so lucky to have such a guest on this one? Archie Moo and I met in 2013. My sister gave him to me for Christmas. She had adopted him, knowing that I wanted a dog, and she handed me his leash when I showed up for Christmas. And she was like, "If it doesn't work out, I will keep him because he's amazing." And that very night, he slept on my heart. No. And he was just a little guy at the time. He was just a little puppy. <laughs> oh, is that his voice? <laughs> yeah, that's what he sounds like. And then I moved him back to Brooklyn, which is where I lived. And he and I just had adventures in Brooklyn. I wrote a book about it. It's called A's for Archie. It's a picture book that you can actually get on my website as a PDF. If that's you go so to this Maryjane.com and look at look for A's for Archie. And that's a whole. Is it free? It's an alphabet book, yeah, and it's just like it's A's, a free... A's for Arch, and each panel's illustrated. It's very sweet. And then he moved out here with me, and he and Bobo have just like become the the LA duo, the fur fam. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we've had eight eight and a half years together now. That's awesome. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, and uh, if if I can ask him this question, oh yeah, could you sing a lyric from your favorite song, please, sir? Okay, ready, Archie. Radioactive. (laughs) (laughs) He likes the Imagine Dragons. Loves the Imagine Dragons. Hates drugs, though. Yeah. He is like an anti... uh, He's not a narc, but he is a dare officer. (laughs) He just doesn't like people... Uh, I feel like it, he feels like it's like too much. Like there are too many portals that open. Like I've done psychedelics around him many times. I mean, I've gotten high around him every day of his life probably. But like when it's a really intense experience, he ki- kind of worries him. Mm. You know, I feel like he just. I wonder if you smell different. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, probably. Or like, or like your aura is a different shade or like what? I, I don't know. I, don't know. I guess their strongest sense is smell. I yeah. do feel like I feel and like you shift like, your chemistry shifts. You have to smell crazy. Definitely. Well, and just his like emotional connection to me. I think like we are are. It's either like more intense, whatever it is. It's just it's uncomfortable for him. Yeah. Like, and uh, I just think it's so funny that I have this dog. It's just like weird about it when people get high. Oh, I, he's taking the guest chair. Go on, Archie. Yeah, get up here, man. Come on. You want to get up here? Come yeah, on. he'll do it. Um, I I don't know if it's weird that dogs don't like it when they're high because I feel like there's so much we don't understand about dogs and we never will. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe they're on mushrooms all the time, and so when they see us like enter their world, they're like, whoa, 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 whoa! This is like this is where we live. Maybe. You gotta get out of here. I will say that I did see him get high once, and it was really intense because he ate a ball of hash, and he, um, just. 
Would he was, start drawing? No, he was like it Stranger was, Things. No, it was awful. Actually, it was really. I was like, oh, this is like you know, people post their animals when they're stoned online, and it's kind of why we shouldn't laugh at it because they're not having a good time. Like, getting your dog stoned is actually not good for him, and he doesn't enjoy it. So, do they make dog nip? Um, no, they make like CBD stuff for dogs. But, so we want, but you don't we, want we to need to THC. temper their love. You don't want to give THC to your dog. Mm. Well, did. right. But I mean, like, you know, there's catnip for cats and they love being that kind of high. Right, That doesn't exist for dogs. It doesn't. Mm-mm. Oh, because they're already. I think that's because they're like already heightened, heightened beings. Yeah, maybe so. You know what I mean? Like yeah. cats are the dwellers of the underworld and mm-hmm. dogs are angels of above high. Sure. Yeah. So it's like you don't really need cat, cat dog nip because they're already like. They're already floating on little, yeah, archy, little archy clouds. I do sometimes think that like the level before human is dog. Like, I think it goes cat first and then dog because cat, you need to learn how to stick up for yourself in a human being body and be able to be assertive and take care of you and do your thing and focus on your own needs and survival. Yeah. And then after you learn how to take care of yourself, you have to learn how to love everyone else. And so I feel like dog is after cat in terms of soul level up. Mm. And then after dog is human because now you have two, both sides of the coin in, in, uh, inside you. Where do you think whales are on the spectrum? Uh, brain. I think that's brain. Right. But do you feel like we're, I, I guess I'm, what I'm asking is that you feel humans are like that pinnacle, the apex? Yes. You do. I do think we're the top, top. I don't. But w- no other thing here is curious enough to learn more about other things. We have no idea whether or not that's true. Fair <laughs> and true. There are so but many things that we don't know about I what's know. going on around us. And we just have like this weird place that we've given ourselves as like, the you know, because we've done all of the things like we built all of this stuff. And we have obviously guns. humans are amazing and it's not about guns. Like, I know there's so much that is really cool. Guns are the least cool thing we've done. I, would I know. Say. I know. So, I know. But, um, but, but is that why you don't see anything as the top or do you see something else as the top? Yeah, I think there's other things that are smarter and better than we are. And we just don't know about it because we're so wrapped up in thinking how great we are. You mm, know? Maybe. But I don't, I don't know what – I don't think a whale is above us in terms of – I think they might be. Wow. Yeah. Really? I think the giant Pacific octopus might be above us. The giant Pacific octopus? Yes. Hold on. I got to look it up. We it's, just saw one. We saw oh, one, that one in – Yeah, she had an aquarium in Chicago. They only live a couple years and they're brilliant. No shit. And I just think that the I like that maybe they're communicating with other dimensions that we don't. You know what I mean? Like I'm not saying like they're better at being on Earth than we are, but I feel like they're creatures who are here are more who are more connected to other dimensions and other worlds than we are, and that makes them better because we are not seeing what the other dimensions and worlds are. We are so locked into. That's why psychedelics and weed are so important to me is because they help me feel connected to things that I can't see honestly. And yeah. one of those things is death and like the limit spaces and i feel like there are creatures like dogs and whales and octopuses who are are connected and can actually see what's going on like the mantis shrimp can see you know how many colors like what can they see that we can't see right right you know what i mean so that's i guess where i'm saying like the i think that's actually interesting who's, who's at the top in that case for the most part it seems like we're quite near the bottom just because <laughs> of like seeing ghosts or being sensitive to spirits right you know like i do think there's probably people here who are psychic and can communicate in other realms but it also seems like it's such a small percentage unless you're a child that it it doesn't really 
tick the radar at all, but there seems to be whole species that are connected to other realms all the time. Yeah. That's so interesting. There are, you know, I mean, I feel like Bobo, you've said it. You're like, he just sees things that aren't there. He he looks at things and is in conversation and cat conversation with shit that I definitely can't see. Yep. Same with Archimu. Yeah. And it's not his like brain box short circuiting. That means sometimes it is. <laughs> well, now it is. I mean, yeah. he's 116. So he's, yes. But but, but yeah. Yeah. I think you know? so. So like Damn. I was just I was listening to uh, someone I think it was uh, I was on my my favorite murder they were reading a letter from a listener who wrote in about their like weird child who was just weirdly prescient and psychic and said like creepy weird shit that would then come true and um, yeah I just and we've had a couple of guests on the podcast who've like you know some kind of like connection to that realm yeah I'm always fascinated by it because I think yeah like we we are actually really weirdly locked into this realm in a way that there are many other creatures that are not you know Wow. When you put it in the way that like humans are in a corner, that's like yeah. kind of a bummer, man. Yeah, we're like we're, we're kind of like on the level with rats, I think, a little bit. Yeah? Yeah. Go off, Mary Jane. <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, we suffer from a lot of the same thing as rats, like bad temper, not able to control our appetite, um, you know, like take, Destruction. Drugs, take drugs to make ourselves feel better when we're like empty and sad. Mm-hmm. Rats do all those things. Dang. You know? Dang. And then have you ever seen a real Rat King where all the tails get locked together? It's real devastating and fucking crazy. Have you actually seen that? I have seen a video of that because I was on that show and um, oh yeah, it, a Rat King fell from the ceiling. Oh my God. Yeah, it was fucking That's crazy. That's a crazy thing. Anyway, can we hit a cupsy or a take a sip or do something? Yeah, absolutely. Here I want to keep getting high. Yeah. Let's, okay. So the cupsy. Let's check this out. <laughs> this is from our, the latest fucking thing from Puffco. It is a cup. I put some water in it. It's got a bowl. It's... And then I'm going to hit the stem, I hit the mouthpiece where the uh, mouthpiece of the coffee cup would be. Man, shout out to Puffco, Roger Volodarsky, the whole Puffco squad. They're just smart, cool people who let you carry around a coffee cup and then hit it. The cupsy. The cupsy. Here you go. Thank you. Yeah, cheers. And then you can just walk down the seat, the street looking like you've uh, just got a cup of uh, to-go coffee from the commissary. Oh, that rules. Isn't that nice? It hits so well. It's such a good little pipe. <laughs> I wanted to do something while we were here for three hundredth episode. While I'm thinking of it, is it okay if I pull a couple of oracle cards for our? You want to do that? Yeah. Wait, we were just naturally talking about ghosts and spirits, and you brought tarot cards. Uh, oracle cards. Oracle cards. Mm-hmm. I love the flow that we're on. That's okay. so exciting. I would love to pull a couple of oracle cards for our. Shall we say next three hundred episodes? Let's do it. Let's commit. Um, is oracle different than tarot? Yeah, so tarot is a very specific deck. Uh, no matter what kind of deck you get, it's this uh, the same um, group of cards. Like they're the like the cups and the knives and the hearts and the jacks. Exactly. Yeah, the arcana. I can't remember exactly what they're called. I don't know enough about or- it. Oracono flow. The or the Orinoco flow. Yes. Yeah. Tarot. The eighty six Orinoco flow cards. <laughs> Um, but oracle cards um, are just a deck of, you know, a bunch of cards with like different words on them. But they can be anything. It could be like animal oracle cards or fairy or affirmations. But this is the Roots and Wings mini oracle deck. So it's very like earthy and hippie and naturey. And I just wanted each of us to pull a card. Okay. Um, for the next, um, let's say the next year. Okay. That feels more doable. Can I get I think specific be- with you if on you intention? If you had said we're going to record 300 eps 300 eps ago, I think my like eyes would have fallen out of my head. Okay. What did that say? 45. Okay. Um, can I ask one thing about that year thing? Yes. Are we talking about a year from the day we're recording this or are we just talking about this year in our in uh, 2022? 
I think we should. So this is coming out on June 1st. So uh, through June 1st, 2023. Okay. This will be a card that will be a word that we can use as a, um, like a thumbtack in the vision board of our brain. Fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. Okay. So here, shuffle. Okay. And then I will cut them. Uh, can I do a couple flourishes? Yeah, totally. What if I just start like doing crazy card tricks and like rolling them then over Then you'll my get shoulder? that face from me. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the face that you know so well. I do. <laughs> All right. I want to do one more flourish. It's the face of, oh, my fucking God. I can't believe this guy. <laughs> okay. That Cupsy is great. Okay. I'm going to cut them. Or no, I'm just going to spread them. I'm fanning them, and then you get to pick one. Any one I want. Yep. This one. All right. Okay. And then... I'm going to pick one as well. I'm just going to do Should I fan for you or no, you pick? No, it's okay. 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 Here we go. Great. What do you got? I got... <gasps> Stop. What is it? The is voice. It the voice for our next year? Wow. And look, there's two people on the planet together. Oh, my God. With that's the us. mouth wide open. It's us. Standing on top of the earth. And I got um, inspiration stop yeah do you no. want me to read the little i mean i don't i feel like we don't need any um explanation for either of those but here with the little cards that come with the deck it says inspiration is nourish what brings you inspiration allow yourself experiences to receive sparks of ideas from we don't need that mm -mm. The, the voice is mary jane gibson and mike laser have a podcast called wind growl they just done their 300th episode and we'll continue that is right that's huh. exactly what it says be aware of the words you use the things you say they have power as if to walk into the world ready to yield good or cause pain your voice matters so use it wisely and also have an awesome podcast have and have awesome a great podcast. time where you like smoke weed and talk to cool people. Yo, that's so good. What a 300th pull. Yeah. Can I thumbtack this to my brain for real? You can absolutely thumbtack it to your brain. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Or you could just like make it your phone background. <laughs> you know, that's what I always do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's yep. just, what a great pull. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Can we pull one for Archie? Oh, Archie Moon, what are we going to pull for you? He's just sitting staring at us because he's like, I don't know where I am or what's happening. Mark, do you want to pull? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mark, come over and get a get a card. Perfect. All right. What do we got, Mark? Oh my God, Mark got strength. Yo, nice, buddy. With the infinity symbol. Um, Does that make sense to you? Strength <laughs> does make okay, but I'm gonna read the thing, and then this is for Archie. Oh, Archie got drifting. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. He d he doesn't know what's happening. He's a dog. Um, okay. <laughs> Drifting is um, relinquishing control and letting things go. Yeah, quit quit looking at her all the yeah, time. Yeah, quit staring at me. What are you, my accountant? Come on. <laughs> you need to chill out. That's what drifting is. It's literally letting go. <laughs> Please, Archie, take this to heart. And uh, strength, obviously, is courage and power mentally and or physically to overcome with gentle force and determination, which is any obstacles that we encounter together here with Mark, we will... We'll use our strength. I love that. That's what's wow. up, y'all. The voice, inspiration, strength, and drifting. Yeah, very cool. Oracle cards are cool. I kind of prefer this more than tarot. Yeah. As a as like a daily dip, as you call them. This, yeah. This I could get behind as like a, oh, every so often, let's see what's what I can flow for myself. You yeah, know? and it's never going to try and tell you like, you know, what your financial future or anything. It's just literally like a word that, you know, it gives you something to meditate on. Honestly, that's that's how I use them in the morning. I'll just pull one and be like... This is a word that I can just think about today and let it, you know, echo in my brain. Nice. Yeah. Do you want to take a sip? A sip? Yeah. Of what? 
oh, you want to try this? Oh my God, this is a good way to close actually. Yeah, right. Because I feel like after this, we're gonna, I'm going to have to go starfish and watch Law and Order. Wait, since you brought that up for a second time before we take a sip, yeah. can I ask you about your starfish situation when, sure. when you get really high? Because mm-hmm. I do picture you with your arms and legs spread out like a starfish yes. on your bed. Correct. Watching Law and Order. That's right. But what I don't know is how many pillows are under the neck because recently for my birthday, you bought me brand new pillows. That's right. And it's so nice and thank you so much. Very important. It's so important. And now I can lay on my bed with a four pillow support and have my be- have my body laying down, but have my neck 90 degrees yet supported. Mm-hmm. And it is a slovenly disgusting look, <laughs> but it is so comfortable and wonderful. <laughs> I have I have two two starfish. I have flop and flump, I'll call them. Okay. And the flop is on my stomach. So I'm starfish with um my legs at the head of the bed and my chin at the foot of my bed so I can better be close to snacks, which I put at the foot of my bed. And then and your the tongue TV. just rolls out and dips into a chip and pulls Have you ever seen in. a chameleon catch a bug? Yeah. That's what I look like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then when it's time to flip or flump and actually like get ready to go to sleep, I will get up and like brush my teeth and everything and then sometimes get a night ice cream. You never know. And then I will go back the other side and that's when I do the propping up and then I make sure that, you know, I'm taking up the, in the other direction. Yeah. Yeah. How many pillows when you're propped up on a flump? All of them. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. Every single one plus my shark pillow. Which is firm. Yeah. It's, that is, that's like my, that's like my huggy thing. That's Uh, the thing that I hold like a body pillow kind of thing. I have a big shark. (laughs) It's very stuck. It's it's overstuffed. Yeah. It's very hard. It's a good stuffy. And then, of course, Archie and Bobo sometimes are. Well, Archie always and Bobo sometimes. So it's like a whole situation. It's very nice. That sounds really it's good. It's lovely. When, it's a bit of a circus. Yeah. But when you're saying like when I'm so high that I just want to starfish and watch Law and Order. Now mm-hmm. I know that you're like hugging a shark mm-hmm. with your dog. Yeah. Like pressed up against you. Law and Order. Snacks within reach. Snacks within reach. Yep. Doesn't sound too high at all. It sounds like a goddamn dream. <laughs> It's very restorative. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's it's a good time. For sure. Well, everyone out there listening to this, get too high. I mean, don't you have a, <laughs> don't you have like a go-to like on your bean, I know you have a bean bag or. Yeah. You got me one of those moon pillows. Yeah. Do you like, what's your situation? Do you get on that moon pillow and like fucking rock out? I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now I have a whole situation where I just rearranged my entire apartment. So I used to have my bed in one corner, uh-huh. but it was by all the windows and I liked that until more people started moving in. Right. And then everyone's just like, who's that naked guy? I'll never forget. Who's that guy who's always naked eating a sandwich at 3 a.m.? <laughs> yeah, with a TV on, all his screens he's on. He's always watching Chopped. <laughs> is there a smoke machine in his house? What is he doing? And he's like flipping through salt acid fat heat by Samin Nosrat and making tuna confit at 2.45 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they were very fascinated by what your whole deal was. Yeah, so I had to rearrange because mm-hmm. all of that is so true. Did you get some curtains? Uh, no, I just kind of moved. Wow. <laughs> you, yeah. just, you just put your bed in a different corner so they can't look at you as much? So they can't look at me doing all those things that you just listed. Yeah. Most nights. Yep. Yeah. I know. Um, But right now, because I've moved my bed, the headboard is also against a window. Okay. And so I've never fully utilized the headboard until now. And For so- what? Um, oh, for, for my, propping. For like propping. I thought you meant for like cuffing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. When you grip the back of the headboard mm-hmm. and you just start pounding. Yep. Got it. Yeah. Cool. Against the wall. Mm-hmm. And then your neighbor yells, yeah. Jesus Christ. God I can't damn it. You live anywhere. <laughs> Life is hard. 
<laughs> no, but for propping, I have this great headboard. And I so I have your pillows that you gave me for my birthday. And I have this great headboard that I can finally use because I'm not in front of the window. And uh, and so then I have the TV right across from that. Uh, and so, yeah, I love a headboard. Well named. Yeah. Really well named. That's a good use of words to say what that thing is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nailed that one. Great job. Paper clip. Come on. <laughs> Same guy, probably. <laughs> good job, thing namers. I yeah. was wondering, do you know about like how weird German is and how like their whole like naming things? Like, I can't remember a lot of my German, but I do know that like Einweg Feuerzeug is a disposable lighter and it literally means one way fire tool. Oh, whoa, that's great. Yeah, or like the name for a um, shopping cart is, I can't remember exactly what the word is in German, but it literally looks like metal cart with four small wheels that you put food in. Like their naming is- Incredibly efficient. Fantastic. Yeah. Mark, do you speak German? I feel like you must speak some German. Oh, he's, no. All right. Indoor bedroom soft shoe. Yep. For sliding around in early morning or night. Is that slippers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Door bedroom soft shoe. That now that reminds me of one of my favorite things, which is when something shows up with packaging that was translated badly from whatever language it was in into English by like you know what I mean. Like we have to find one for the IG for this up. That's oh my great. god, there was one that just arrived recently. I got a weird delivery of this is Amazon sent me mushroom nightlights without me ever ordering them. I don't know who they came from or where they were from, and I was like, they're not mine. And they were like, just keep them, and I was like, that's a weird thing to get. They're like magic mushroom nightlights. Yo. Fucking nuts. And the box was hilarious. It was like, these are two mushroom lighting with the ladybug happy time in the night night with the snackies no bang knee time. (laughs) (laughs) No bang knee time. (laughs) So that you don't bang your knee at night. Or something to that effect. Do you know what I mean? It was like, it was so clear that like this was just truly from a totally different language and put through Google Translate and nobody checked it. No. There was and no then they copywriter. Sent it to you. And then they sent them to me and I was like, yep, I'm the right person for this weird thing. That's wild. I that can't just believe came you through got, a portal. Yeah. Yeah. You got portal mushroom nightlights. Yeah. Guaranteed. No bang knee time. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to try this craziness? Yeah. Should All we right. do that while we do Buds of the Week? Yes. Let's do it. Okay. So shout out Elise McRoberts, who is a, we met a long time ago and she's just been doing cool stuff and she just launched a brand called Hashinista actually this uh really recently here in California and she is uh working with a bunch of different brands and this is one called Heavy which is a single strain distilled cannabis tincture that is a thousand milligrams in this bottle okay and, and they sent they sent us one yeah they, Mark is saying hold it up so oh yeah yeah, yeah. so um the whole deal is that they are like all about the resin, the trichomes um, on the plant. And this is basically the essential trifecta of cannabinoids, terpenes, and flavonoids that mature within the ripening flower. And they craft this single strain weed tincture from that, a thousand milligrams per bottle. It's a beautiful bottle. bottle. And it is heavy. The terps, it says, are limonene, caryophylline, and myrcene. The peenies. The peenies. The weenie peenies. The weenie peenies. Little weenie peenies. Cool. And yeah, here we go. So All we're gonna right. have a little so sip I'm gonna of pour this. this. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I love I love a fancy bottle. Like a nice piece of glass. It feels like that top shelf mm. scotch or tequila that you would get at a really fancy um, you know, like when you go to a nice restaurant. I don't know how much to sip. Um, that much. So we got a shot glass right here. So you just poured yourself about uh thirty milligrams. 
no. in that glass. Yeah. This is 30 milligrams? Yeah, this is really strong. Okay, then I'm only going to take a small toast yes, here. Yes, here's a toast. Here's to uh, 300 episodes of Weed and Grub. Thanks, Heavy, for toasting that with us. 100%. And here's to many, many more. Cheers. Cheers. Happy 300th episode, Mary Jane. Happy 300th episode, Mike this and Archie. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, it's delicious? Yeah. Ooh, it's delicious. Yep. Ooh, this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. This wow. is This is starfish of, water. Yeah, that is starfish <laughs> water. Instead of like taking a shot of tequila or something at the end of the night, get yourself some heavy, have a shot of that, and starfish. Damn. Starfish your way into sun, somnambulance. This is crazy good. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Cho- what was the Limp Biscuit uh, thing? Limp Biscuit? Chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water. Oh, wow. This is heavy bottles and the starfish sips. <laughs> Do you want to go but first or worst for uh, Bud of the Week this week? Uh, I don't want worst, so I guess I'll go first. What did I say? You said you want to go first or worst. <laughs> <laughs> Everything we've consumed from the rose blunt to the cuff seed to the heavy in this episode is working. It's, it's so all working. working. Do you, would you uh, like to go? I'd like to go first because sure. I don't want to be worst. And now I feel weird about it. <laughs> now I feel very self-conscious about being the worst. I'm like, is that a Freudian slip of you telling me that you think I'm the worst? I don't know. Oh, no. Yeah, let's dig into yeah, that let's before, not. as we close strong. Okay. my See, I'm having a hard time pulling up my butt of the week. Oh. Her story is up right here because she's traveling back to New York. Uh, Jordan fucking Wanamaka at Wanamaka on IG is my bud of the week. My bud of so many times on this podcast. I feel like we just connect on all sorts of stuff. She's in New Jersey and sends us cool East Coast news and is an incredible uh, friend in real life now because we've met in real life and also just like loves all the things that we love and um we just hung out with her at the green street festival and it was such a good weekend and uh i don't know i'm just so excited to like connect with cool people who are creative and kind and uh, you know across the country yeah yeah that was a lot of c's cool people who are creative and kind across the country six c's yeah (laughs) (laughs) shout out jordan you are my butt of the week for the may i add a jordan a, a jordan um parenthesis to that yes please because it was really cool to meet jordan finally mm-hmm. after all this time door dashing a crunch wrap supreme i mean this is what you know this is why we love jordan let's go yeah like she was feeling a starfish move and that was her DoorDash order a crunch wrap supreme is such an awesome DoorDash it's order it's so boss it's so boss yeah right yeah. and then taco bell is just brought to you maybe with a fire packet or two what oh god damn it jordan congratulations <laughs> yeah yeah, Great no wonder you job. went first. Yeah. Okay, now you now you go worst. <laughs> Here's the worst. <laughs> my butt of the week is my best friend, Joel Hadley. Boo. Yay. Hi, Boo. Joel. We love you, Joel. You've only been friends with me since kindergarten. Boo. I mean, wow. At Brother Elephant. Um, just the homie since day one. And as we all grow and follow our dreams and our dreams come true, you got to keep that circle tight. And the circle has never been tighter with than with that dude right there. Shout out to Joel Hadley. Um he ran around Green Street Fest with me the whole time. He was nice enough to shoot a bunch of footage of me. I didn't expect it. And then all of a sudden he dropped me like 264 airdrop files. And he was like, wow. check out all this footage. Check out all these pictures. And also shout out to his dog, Falcor. 
Um, I can't wait for our guest this week, maybe to have like a double guest with Falcor. That would be real nice. <laughs> and I just love you, man. I fucking love you. And um, I appreciate calling you a friend. And after Green Street Fest, we immediately went straight to Delanona mm-hmm. and got four Detroit style pizzas. That's what's up. Made by Fred. So shout out to Fred. DJed by DJ Lonnie Love. Shout out to her. And um, all we did was eat pepperoni pizza with thick, crispy, charred pan crust and Ugh. drink a bottle of white wine to celebrate Green Street Fest. That's so fantastic. And it, Oh, and it's pepperoni cups. Yes. In case you were all wondering and asking. it was They, they only do cups at So Delanona. they retain a little bit of oil in the middle? Yeah, so you can shoot it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what we like to do is we pour all the oil into two cups, and then we, at the end of the meal, we knock back all the oil and then eat that final pepperoni. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Great. Welcome to Weed and Grub, everyone. Woo! <laughs> Smoke weed all day and then do pepperoni shots. <laughs> Fantastic. That's so fucking awesome. Oh, wow. This is awesome. I'm so glad we did a moose for this. Um, I know we have so many cool guests who are going to come on the pod soon. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to keep doing this with you and growing. I mean, thanks to all our sponsors as well, to everyone who supported us over the last uh, 300 episodes from the very beginning when we were just like scrappy as hell. And now now here we are in a studio with a YouTube channel and an amazing producer. So shout out to everyone. Top Tree. All of our folks who have just helped us grow and get here. And um, yeah, it's a cool time. It is it's a cool, cool time. time in the world. A lot more to come. A lot more to come. Yeah. Yep. See you M. Later. Wow. <laughs> Bye. Uh, no, not, <laughs> on that, not on that. No, 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 no not, no, on, not that. on that. We can't end on a jizz joke. No. Okay. Okay. Why'd you do it then, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just can't help himself. I couldn't do it. As it came out of my mouth. I immediately tried to block it with my tongue right. and lift my tongue up, and the words went around it. Couldn't nope. be stopped. I had to say, yep, all right. As You've been like that your whole life, right? Oh, yeah. 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 You like you just can't help it. You remember when, we, when we talked to Sally? Yeah. And she was like, you barely made it out of high school. You are a weird one, but I knew you'd make it work. It just makes me think of like you as a little kid staging your own death in your garage with like a head wound and shit and for your parents to come home and find. Yeah, I thought that was a good prank. <laughs> thought that was a prank and that is why i truly love you (laughs) fantastic oh man the greatest brain mary jane this has been awesome it has been awesome um thank you i want to shake your hand we shake shake. we do every september but let's do it here on pod fuck yeah all right that's a realist thanks everyone bye everyone uh what follow us at weed and grub email us at wg at weed and grub.com bye bye